Hello, welcome back to Ask the Expert. My name is Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial. If you want more information about what you hear today, give us a call at 918-232-7665 or visit online at sandman.financial. I always like to remind you it's S-A-N-D-M-A-N dot financial, no dot com after it. Also, you can tune in to more shows like this on my Sandman Financial Podcast. It's available on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, don't hesitate to call us. We're setting up virtual appointments or one-on-one appointments right now. Even as the stock market is setting new records, there is still seems to be an air of economic uncertainty in the U.S. and around the world. The idea of guaranteed income probably sounds good to plenty of people, especially if you're near retirement or even five to 10 years away from retirement. And while some annuities may in fact be able to provide lifetime income, there's often more to these products than meets the eye. You should always be wary of the term guaranteed, yet annuity payments, they may last as long as you live or even longer if the payments are based on your life and the life of your spouse. That said, annuities are often misunderstood and misused. In today's episode, we're going to dissect what an annuity is and weigh some of their pros and cons. But hey, before we shine a light on annuities, let me introduce my co-host, Tom Davis. Hi, Tom. How are you today? Well, I'm doing well, Sandy. Thank you very much. You know, I think this is a great idea that we spend some time talking about annuities. You know, like you suggested in your introduction, many people probably have at least a vague idea about what an annuity is. But as with so many other financial products and tools, if you lift up the metaphorical hood and take a look at the engine, you're going to discover it's fairly complex. <laughs> That's a great analogy, Tom. A U.S. News and World Report article called 15 Things You Need to Know About Annuities does a very nice job of describing what annuities are, as well as providing some insights into how and when they may be beneficial as part of your overall retirement strategy. The article first defines an annuity as a contract between you and an insurance company to cover various goals, such as principal protection, lifetime income, legacy planning, or long-term care cost. Annuities are a contract between you and the insurance company, meaning that breaking the terms, if that's even possible, it might, well, it might come with a pretty steep cost. So why should a person choose an annuity? That's a great question, Tom. The appeal of an annuity is that by providing guaranteed income for the rest of your life, no matter how long you live, It does something that most other retirement assets may not do. As you might imagine, that element often makes them very intriguing as part of a retirement strategy. Also, annuities may provide more tax-sheltered ways for uh, you to save for retirement if you've already maxed out your 401k or IRA. And since non-qualified annuities don't have contribution limits, you can save as much as you want or allowed to by the insurance carrier. Finally, since your annuity will provide guaranteed income later in your life, you may have more flexibility to be aggressive with, say, some of your other assets and financial strategies. Now, uh, interesting. Uh, Can you walk us through uh, how an annuity works? 
an, an annuity works by transferring risk from the annuity owner to the life insurance company. Like with certain types of insurance, you pay the annuity company premiums to shoulder the risk. Premiums can be in a lump sum payment or a series of payments, depending on what kind you choose. The period that you're paying the premiums for is referred to as the accumulation phase. But unlike other types of insurance, you don't pay annuity premiums forever. At some point, you stop paying the annuity and the annuity starts paying you. How does that sound? Mm -hmm. After that point, your annuity contract has entered the payout phase. So, Sandy, are there options when it comes to how you receive your annuity payments? There usually is quite a bit of flexibility, Tom. Annuities can be structured to provide payments for a set number of years to you or your heirs for a lifetime until you and your spouse have passed away, or a combination of both lifetime income with a guaranteed period certain payout. Now, much like with Social Security, lifetime Annuity income streams are based on your life expectancy, which means you'll receive a smaller payment over longer periods of time. Payments, they can be monthly, quarterly, annually, or even a lump sum. They can begin immediately, or they can be postponed for years or even decades. The specifics depend on the annuity, but there is generally some flexibility. This is such great information. I remember in past shows, you compared annuities to Social Security or or pensions. Hey, you know, we've had a great show so far, Sandy, but, you know, our time is up for this segment. How about you remind our listeners how they can get in touch with you if they have more questions about annuities or other safe retirement options? Absolutely. Call my office at 918-232-7665 to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions, address your concerns about your path to retirement. It's our goal, after all, to help you prepare for the retirement you have been working so hard for. Thanks, Sandy. That number again is 918-232-7665. Folks, we're going to be right back with more about how you can enjoy a healthy and satisfying retirement. Welcome back to Ask the Expert. My name is Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information or ask a question, please feel free to give us a call at 918-232-7665 or you can visit online at sandman.financial. Now, there's a very brief form on our website to fill out and we'll get right back in touch with you. Also, you might be interested in checking out past shows and subscribe to the Sandman Financial Podcast. It's available on Google Play, Apple, or Spotify. Man, other episodes have covered things like basics of life insurance, planning for retirement, especially those last five years, Roth IRAs and 401k rollovers and things like that. So during the show today, we've been discussing what you need to know about annuities. Before the break, Sandy, you told us how annuities work. Now, can you tell us about the different types of annuities? Ah, yes, I sure can, Tom. The U.S. News and World Report article that I mentioned at the top of the show, it nicely describes the different types of annuities. There are two types of annuities, deferred and immediate. So deferred annuities, they offer a stream of income later in your life, while immediate annuities supply you with income much sooner. With the deferred and immediate categories, Within those, there's fixed, fixed indexed, and variable annuities. 
in many of these, you make one lump sum payment to the insurance company. Now, immediate means it can begin paying you income in one annuity period after the purchase, which those can be as little as 30 days or as long as a year. The period is determined by how often you choose to receive the income payments. For example, if you elect monthly payments, your initial immediate payment will be a month after you purchase it because the payments begin so quickly. Immediate annuities are pretty popular with retirees. Hmm, I, I can imagine that. All righty, so that's the immediate annuities. Now, can you tell us about the deferred annuities? Yes, deferred annuities provide a combination of tax advantage savings and, and lifetime income. With a deferred annuity, you start receiving payments years or even decades into the future. But in the meantime, your premiums are growing tax deferred inside the annuity. Often, this annuity is used to supplement a person's retirement accounts and employer-sponsored retirement contributions because non-qualified annuities don't have IRS annual contribution limits. So now, okay, I want to stop here and give a, a tip for everybody to think about. With so many job changes during this past year, you might have a 401k or a Roth IRA with money sitting in it in an account at a previous employer. You can consider transferring or doing a rollover of these funds into one annuity. It's a great retirement option to consider. I'm, I'm working with a client right now, in fact, who had money in three different accounts from past employers. We're getting through the tedious task of rounding up all of those funds and placing them in one fixed indexed annuity. Many can't believe this statistic, but estimates of unclaimed or abandoned funds are in the billions of dollars. It's worth checking with past employers to see if you perhaps have any funds left at a previous job. Wow, billions of dollars of unclaimed funds? Well, that's certainly worth checking out. So Sandy, are there limits on how much can be placed in one annuity? Well, the only potential cap is the amount of premium an insurance company is willing to accept for the same person. That amount, it typically range, it's a really broad range from 500,000 to 3 million, but usually it's somewhere in the 1 to 2 million dollar range. Mm. If if you want to go place a larger amount than the annuity company allows, a lot of times people might split them up by going with two or three different insurance companies. Ultimately, deferred income annuities Gosh, they might not be a fit for everyone, but you may find them a valuable tool. If you have a family history of longevity and you want guaranteed income for you or your spouse's lifetime, and you already have the means to cover your current income needs and emergencies, if you think of it like a supplemental retirement income, uh, it could even be used for things like long-term care. Wow. Good thought. Now, earlier, you mentioned principal protection. Can you tell us more about? Can you tell us more uh, about that? You bet. Um, it's a it's a great feature of fixed and fixed indexed annuities. That's because fixed annuities pay a guaranteed minimum rated return while providing a fixed series of payments under the conditions set forth when you purchase the annuity. During the accumulation phase, the insurance company invests the premiums in fixed income investments like bonds, for instance. Because your rate of return is guaranteed, the insurance company bears the investment risk. 
fixed indexed annuities may offer a little extra than just the guaranteed rate if the stock market is strong, like it recently has been. Also, I love to tell people, remember this, zero is your hero. (laughs) I love the phrase, but uh, tell us what it means. (laughs) Well, since it's an insurance product, one of the guarantees is that you won't lose money. If the stock market takes a dive, let's say over the next year, you won't lose any of your principal, unlike investments in the stock market. Hmm. I like that. And I have to admit, Sandy, that I can see how annuities would fit in the retirement strategies of a lot of people. Well, that's right. And while there's so much to like about annuities, Tom, the fact is that not all annuities guarantee a fixed rate of return. Variable annuities, they're going to function differently. So with a variable annuity, your premiums are invested in numerous sub-accounts that are similar to mutual funds. Each sub-account has an investment goal and charges a management fee in addition to the insurance company's fees. These are security products, so they're only available from financial services professionals with the appropriate licensure. For variable annuities, the rate of return is dependent on the performance of those sub-accounts, the ones that are kind of like in a mutual fund. With fixed annuities, We noted that the insurance companies guarantee the rates, but that's not so with variable annuities. You bear the investment risk. It might be helpful to think of a variable annuity kind of like a 401k plan. You select the sub-accounts where your premiums are placed and thus the overall returns on your annuity, whether you want to be moderate, conservative, or high risk. In general, you may have a chance for higher returns than you would with a fixed annuity. But markets can be volatile, and that means downside risk. Ah, so that's the difference between fixed and variable annuities. Great clarification. Uh, So what do you have for us next, Sandy? Okay, let's talk about how annuities are taxed. As we noted earlier in this show, annuities are tax deferred, which means you don't have to pay taxes on the money while it's in the annuity. You only pay taxes on it when you withdraw it. If your annuity was funded with pre-tax dollars, it's called a qualified account. That means everything you withdraw will be taxed at normal income rates. However, if you used after-tax dollars to fund your annuity, which is a non-qualified annuity, you won't be taxed on the portion of your withdrawal that represents a return on your original principal. Only your earnings will be taxed in a non-qualified annuity. So what are the typical fees and commissions that come with an annuity, Sandy? Great question, Tom. Many annuities don't have annual fees, that the fixed ones and the fixed index don't have annual, but variable annuities, they are not going to fall in that category. Variable annuities often come with annual fees in the neighborhood of Uh, 2.5%, 3%, man, I've heard them even quite a bit higher than that. Now, that doesn't mean that other annuities don't come with cost, however. All annuities have some sort of fees, generally speaking. It's just that they're often built into the policy so that you don't see the cost exist in your account each year. Depending on your type of annuity, commissions can range anywhere from as low as 1% all the way up to like 7 or 8 A good rule of thumb is that the simpler the annuity, the lower the commission. Likewise, the longer the surrender period and the more complex the annuity, the larger the commissions and the larger are the fees or expenses. 
Now, do annuities offer riders like we can get with a standard insurance policy? Absolutely. There are riders that provide additional benefits, but it's at a cost. You can attach additional benefits or protection to your annuity contract with riders. Riders may be used to increase an annuity's income, legacy, or long-term care provisions. So what happens to your premiums if you should die early? Well, in that case, Tom, the insurance company doesn't typically keep the premiums. Many people like riders because they think they'll keep more of their money out of the insurance company's hands. It's a typical argument against single life annuities, which pay out only during the purchaser's life, that if you die early, the insurance company keeps your money. But that isn't the typical case. Man, those those regulations changed many, many years ago, and people need to, to realize that. Usually, the um, if you if you die early, the balance of the principal is paid to a beneficiary. So in general terms, the insurance company, think about this on the big picture. They pool your premiums with that of other customers. Premiums made by those who die early contribute to the gains of the overall pool of annuity holders, which provides a higher yield to those customers who receive income for longer than their life expectancy. So it kind of helps balance it out that way. While the insurance companies don't know when you're gonna die, it's they're really good at creating a mortality profile for the larger pool of customers and kind of work on the averages. That allows them to hedge against the risk of a customer living longer than expected. Well, how much due diligence should a person do when it comes to the company that they're considering purchasing an annuity from? Well, uh, due diligence, it's essential. After all, the guarantees are only as secure as the company that's making them, right? As with Mm -hmm. anything. And remember, it's an insurance company, not a federal government, that guarantees the annuity payments. So when you buy an annuity, think about the financial strength of the company. My company focuses on insurers that are highly rated by Moody's and Standard & Poor's, for instance. One other strategy you could consider to reduce your risk is to spread your annuity funds among different insurance carriers to help mitigate the risk if one of them would happen to go insolvent, if that happens to be a remote, very remote concern of yours. (laughs) Oh, well, look at it. It's time to go again. Gee, many Christmas times up. It's been another great episode. Any closing thoughts or comments, Sandy? Well, if you have questions about your financial strategy, I encourage you to visit my website at sandman.financial or call my office at 918-232-7665. We'd be happy to discuss your questions and address your concerns. Man, it's always recommended to seek the help of a financial services professional to navigate all the options to help you keep your retirement plans on track. If you don't have one, we would be honored to help. Thanks. And this concludes Ask the Expert with Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial and me, your host, Tom Davis. Hey, take care, stay healthy, and God bless you. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Sandman Financial and staff. 
All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Sandman Financial makes no representation to its accuracy or completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents of any state other than those who are otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Insurance products and services are offered through an affiliated company. Sandman Financial and its affiliates are not affiliated nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.